Hey everyone and welcome back to the 715. I'm your host Ria Shankar and today we're actually going to have two very special guests on the podcast today. Uh both of them are budding cricket players and they're part of the under 19 women's cricket team for the UAE. Uh please welcome Sia Gokhale and Teerta Satish. Right so first of all thank you so much for Sia and Teeta for being part of this very cool podcast so my first question i just want to ask is um just tell me about your you know daily routine in terms of you know school and practice with the team so um normally like i go to school so day starts pretty early around 5:30 and school keeps me occupied till around 2 or so once i'm back then you know just casual lunch finish few assignments and afternoon nap is a must definitely need that oh yeah i totally get that and, <laughs> yeah you get exhausted during training otherwise and then we have training in the evening um with the team twice a week and we have the occasional matches as well so that goes on for around 3 to 4 hours and then sleep and repeat <laughs> nice but what about you teeta is it the same for me not exactly the same it's more more likely the same like i get up quite early in the morning because i'm more of a morning person so okay. that time i wake up do some exercise then study a bit then go to school i go to school as well and after i come back afternoon nap the 100% sure needed then after that just you know lounge around or finish your homework and as she said we have practice for 3 to 4 hours that's what they say but like it extends yeah. <laughs> to a longer time we don't more. want to go out matches 6 hours minimum yeah. well so it takes, takes most of our times i i actually read somewhere in an article that after 2 and a half hours of like you know practice of a sport or any physical activity after 2 and a half hours your body just gives up so how do you handle 3 to 4 hours of practice I think one is the sport itself. So we are given breaks in between. It's not we are continuously doing something. We are given like five minutes between stations or between drills. That's one thing. And in a sport like cricket, you do get breaks in between while bowling. If you're bowling one ball, you'll get around two minutes break, and then you bowl the next one. So I don't think you're doing it continuously. Yeah, it's well, there's quite a lot of intervals that are there between you know to catch your breath, you know, get yourself back together, and then focus on the next ball. You said that you have matches how many times a week? It really depends. And uh, when we have few tournaments together, we might even have three matches per week. But normally, it's one match per week. Okay, cool. So, how did you actually handle quarantine? Because being an athlete myself, it it was very very hard for me you know the gyms closed and you can't even go out so sia let's start with you quarantine was actually a really hard part cuz it just sends you into that you know laziness coma mm. so you just have no like motivation as such cuz you just literally stuck within four walls and nothing to do but um we actually um a few friends and i we started having zoom sessions and we would train on zoom oh so wow we were, like, Nice. Yeah. So we plan out a workout routine, and you know, one person like each would plan for like one day, and we'll try to have like challenges or something, 
Like, I don't know if you've seen on social media, but you have like those spell your name or, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Those are really cool. Yeah, so (laughs) we try to do something like that. Just a little bit to keep for like an hour or so in the evening every day. Just to stay healthy for a while. Stay fit. For me, quarantine definitely was a tough time, especially with the grade 10 boards and 11, all the confusion. It was really hard to fit in um, time for fitness. But yeah, we did have online sessions, like uh, Sia said, even the coaching used to keep uh, keep sessions for us online. Mm. And each person would take responsibility of creating a new workout every day. That's cool. So, so um, I know that uh, people tend to forget that athletes are humans too. And we have some days that we don't want to, you know, go for that practice or go for that match. We just want to be a normal person, just sleep or maybe watch something. So my question is how, so when obviously you will have days when you feel like that. So what really, you know, motivates or encourages you to, you know, get up and. I feel it's like the game itself is such that, um, you know, you have that kind of love for the game. You have that kind of motivation or dedication for the game itself that you see all the amount of work your coaches and everyone is putting in. And just part of it, may, you know, makes you feel that it, you know, it's not right to bunk or it's not right to, you know, miss out on one session. It it's just that constant um, effort you keep putting in, and I feel like the day that dedication or that, you know, that consciousness stops, that you know, I think that's the day where you kind of fall back. I agree with Sia. I think the sport itself drives you, but apart from that, there are some days when you really don't feel like everything. That time, I just say, I just count backward like three to one, and I just get up so it isn't that hard but it in those few days uh, I think more even experience counts like sometimes you've experienced those days and where you've actually not gone for practice and then you come on the field after two three days and you realize you've lost everything yeah so you don't want to repeat that again so I think that drives me also a lot yeah, I know that there have been a couple of times where I've like bunked practice and I felt so guilty. You feel like you think mm-hmm. about it the whole day. The Actually, worst part is even after you bunk, yeah. you can't really enjoy doing anything in exactly. that, that you get. And no, even after like, if you like bunk, the next day you will lose your rhythm of playing and you just yeah. don't know what to do. No, 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 so. completely. So, um, so obviously, like, what? when do you rest? What is your rest day? Which day? For me, I get Fridays as my rest days. That's like the one day I just, you know, laze around, wake up late. Yeah. We binge over. But yeah, Fridays are my rest days. And Tirta? For, for me, generally it is Friday, but I don't keep a fixed day because most of the time there might be matches or practices on Fridays as well. So whenever we don't have any pra- important practices as such, I keep that as a rest day or a day where I have a lot of schoolwork to complete mm. and I really don't have time. I'll keep that day as a rest day to catch up on stuff. Yeah, no, fr- Friday is actually my rest day too. But like rest days are so underrated because your body needs at least like a mm. day off, you know, just and so does your mind. But no, speaking about mind. So I so I have a coach who's she's coaching me right now. And like at the end of the match, she, when she was, you know, when I think we actually lost that game. And then she was just telling us that, you know, women or like female athletes are seen to be, you know, emotional. And 90% of winning a game, it's all in your head. It's all mental. And 10% is the actual, you know, skill 
athleticism so my question is how do you deal with that because i know for the fact that i have dealt with confidence like in my game so i want to ask have you ever faced any problems of that and if so like what are you doing to cope with it i feel like having a supportive coach is one of uh, it's a really great kind of plus point thankfully mm-hmm. we have a really supportive coach even whether if we lose a match or if we win a match he's always there for us you know he's there to back us up he will tell us where to improve on he will and we ourselves know like you know okay yeah this didn't fit right or you know something was not right at that point but we can do something to fix upon it or something to work on it so that next time we have a match or next time we have we are in such a situation we actually know what to do and we know how to tackle the problem as such tita yep for me like definitely mental staying positive in any sport is like very important and especially when it comes to cricket uh while batting and i think apart from having a positive coach just surrounding yourself with positive people and uh your teammates will help you a lot keeping a, to keep a positive mindset like they will support you when you're not doing something right one thing is after the match after losing you're mm. negative but sometimes it's during the match and only your teammates can help you at that point of time yeah no okay. uh, i completely agree like um i feel that it's it's something that has not been spoken about you know so many play, players i know they they're not confident or they're just not they don't believe in themselves but that's really important when it comes to like giving your best shot but no let me ask you this so you said that you have to surround yourself with yeah. positive people and all but i know that like you could have a self doubt like within yourself mm. like you you have that question in your mind like oh am i good enough so obviously i know at one point of time you would have had that but how, so what do you do at that point when you have that how do you get that out of your head oh for me i just um keep saying telling myself like everything happens for a reason and that's your insta bio as well <laughs> you heard like the quote like fake it till you make it yeah of course Yeah I think that's one of the things that I say to myself and we and I keep reminding like we've come to this place like the position we are at we've done something to achieve it and you're there because you deserve it so if you if you deserve it that means you have the potential and you can do it so that's what I tell myself I absolutely agree with what Tita said because it is a uh, very important to keep backing yourself up and even when you have that you know see that kind of small thought of okay am i good enough am i worth it i feel that you're if you're in that position where you're playing for a team where you actually deserve to be if you have been there that means someone is out there who actually believes in you who thinks that you know you can do this so it's only right that you you know prove them right show them that yeah i can do this it is possible so if you're there for a reason you're there because you deserve it no that exactly that's i completely agree with you guys so uh for the listeners that do not know uh what what's happening in the current situation and let me just give you both of you a heads up right now it it is a controversial topic what we're going to talk about and just feel free to be completely honest like i i'm going to give my thoughts as well so california and other states are recently passing a bill saying that trans women won't be allowed to play women's sports 
so you know what i i will go first and i will say my opinion about this honestly i'm on the fence about i really am i i completely agree with the fact that trans women would have a biological advantage you know with the fact that they have more testosterone than female athletes and that does put them you know at a higher level but it it, it is also kind of a bias not allowing them to play women's sports but um, i i don't have a fixed opinion on it but at the same time i i know a couple of people have said hey why don't we create a transgender category but that's even more bias like men women transgender that's even more bias that that that's actually worse so you know what let me start with teetha what do you what do you think about this for me just like you i'm on the fence like but i think i lean more towards not letting them play as mm-hmm. because of the biological advantage and sports is mainly physical that's the main aspect of it and by getting by someone having bit more advantage may seem unfair to most of the players since we are all sports when we all are on the fence regarding this because the because we know what it's like to um, you know say play against boys or just in general have that competition but what i feel like even i i lean less slightly towards uh, being against the bill because like i understand it is harder that um, you know they have they do have a specific advantage they have a biological advantage of course but maybe if we could like how do you say fine tune the law or you may be specified to like one certain aspect of it what do you mean least, in the sense like say for like physical fitness for example trans women would have an advantage right so if we like set the bar a bit higher for them compared to like biological women or women in general maybe that would kind of power up the scores or just level the playing field for them okay i think i think i get where you're coming from so yeah. i i feel all, like you said all all athletes are on the fence about this okay this brings us to the end of the episode if you stayed till the end thank you so much for listening and i will see you next time bye bye see ya